Hey guys, so this is not podcast number five. There's no podcast number five. Uh, that's because I'm overseas at the moment. I am in London, um, which means that right now, somewhere in my vicinity, is Jon Snow himself, Kit Harrington, and Richard Madden, uh, Rob Stark, the erstwhile king in the north, uh, because I know that both of them are doing plays here in the West End. Both sold out, so I won't get to see them. Um, and I promise you I won't loiter around the stage door with a microphone in hand trying to harass them. If there are any Game of Thrones stars listening, please tweet me at Dan DePoof and we can discuss the amazing TV show that is Game of Thrones. But I had to fire up this microphone. Thank you as well to Zach from the Super Licence podcast. That's a racing car podcast. I wonder how much crossover there is between the race car community and the Game of Thrones community. Well, he's one of them. Uh, Thanks for lending me a podcasting microphone and download his podcast if you're interested in Formula One cars. They go so fast. But let's talk about the episode, The Door, uh, which is the best episode so far this season. I'm sure everyone was so excited to watch it. I was watching it on a laptop on the aeroplane and I was almost fist pumping and I was almost crying. It was great. So much backstory, so much lore in this episode as well. I love that sort of stuff. Uh, the Children of the Forest, the Night's King, Iron Islands as well, their sort of history, the Faceless Men, but Hodor, our favourite tragic doorstop, Hodor. You've got to be impressed with an episode where they can kill off one of the dire wolves, but then that's not what everyone's talking about. That's Game of Thrones. We've been waiting for a while for a, a big character to die, and uh, quite literally and figuratively, Hodor is now dead. Apparently, that's definitely come from George R. R. Martin as well. In fact, he's made a few jokes about it. I was reading on the internet, someone was saying that um, they're in an elevator, and they were like, hold the door, and he made a little crack about it. And George R. R. Martin was like, well, you don't know how true you are. So that would mean that Bran went back in time to tell Hodor to hold the door, which made him a simpleton, which meant that he then became Bran's human wheelchair. Huge repercussions. I mean, we're now in a sort of time travel universe. Um, And and the three-eyed raven has died, which means Bran is the new one. And another interesting thing I read online was that Bran in Gaelic means raven. How cool is that? Like how in Da Vinci Code, Aringarosa, the bishop, that means red herring in Spanish. I know, I like that sort of stuff. I like Sansa. I liked how she, um, I guess, evolved in this episode. It almost felt like the writers were kind of like, we are so sorry for everything we've done to Sansa. But it's all been worth it because now she's kick-ass. I thought she was going to kill Littlefinger. I did... um, I read something online, a spoiler about there being a death on Game of Thrones. I was, I'd assumed it was Littlefinger in that scene. I'm like, she's going to kill him. Um, maybe she's going to exploit him for something else later on. I love the Arya scenes in Bravos. Finally, something awesome happening in Bravos. Um, and what a cast and that little stage show. The guy who was playing Ned Stark in that was Kevin Eldon from Big Train, or um, I expect him to do his line from Black Books. Dirty. That guy, oh, such a great actor. He crops up in so much cool stuff. Um, Essie Davis, of course, recent gold Logie nominee, and Richard E. Grant. How come Richard E. Grant can just pop up in an episode and no one bats an eyelid? That's how good this episode was. Um, And the band was of Monsters and Men. I saw that on their social media. And a full frontal cock. We've got a giant full frontal cock shot cut straight from Arya's 
innocent face to a, a warty penis. Um, so there you go. Again, maybe that's the writers saying we're going to get more cock up in this. And I finally had a chance to put that sentence uh, up on a podcast in recorded history. Phrasing, Dan. Um, one thing I quite liked about that scene, I mean, I thought the whole thing was great. It was such a good comment on Westeros and rumours and, and the media. Um, I loved how Arya was in the same vantage point watching it that she was when she saw her father die the first time, IRL. Um, what else? The Brawmond, Brienne Tormund relationship continues unabated. I love that. Oh, that was uh, it's so good. I just hope that it pays off, I think. I don't want it to be like, Will she get together with Jamie? Will she get to de- together with Tormund? Will she get together with, I don't know, Ed Tollett, the new Lord Commander? Who knows? Um, there's a new Red Priestess in um, Marine. Danny has her army. Jorah's off to find a cure for Grayscale. Sorry, Shireen, too late. Um, and the King's Moot. Finally, Euron gets a, a really good scene. Um Played by Casper Yule from Borgen. So much stuff. Wish I could do a podcast. Uh, instead, I'm on stupid holidays um, in an Airbnb kitchen on my friend Zach's microphone. Guys, next week, podcast is back. So, Valar Podcastus. See you next week. Hold up. 